0: Hello, you're welcome to If I Were the Minister for Education from unshaw.net. Live poetry reading. A summary of the summer programme for primary schools. A couple of weeks ago, I was browsing on Twitter when I saw a tweet from the Department of Education Um, In fact, I saw two tweets, one from Norma Foley and one from Josefa Madigan and both of them with uh, pictures of them smiling and they were announcing the summer provision scheme for children with additional needs and it was to be extended to children uh, with complex educational needs and pupils at risk of educational disadvantage. Well, I was delighted to see that they said they had emailed and contacted all schools with full details of this summer programme, and I went straight to my school email and saw that there was no details whatsoever. And I waited, as we all waited, and waited some more. And lo and behold, last night on the 20th of May, uh, the programme uh, called the 2021 Summer Programme for all primary schools was released um, with details of uh, the Summer Programme for children in primary schools. Um, In this special episode, which I call Live Poetry Readings, I'm going to go through the 2021 summer programme for all primary schools and read uh, some of the most, um, summarise the most important things you'll need to know if you're considering uh, signing up for it. The programme this year is open to all primary schools for the very, very first time, which sounds great, Uh, but um, I'll go through how it all works. I'll also be answering any questions about the Summer Programme that I received on Twitter today. I was in contact with the Department of Education just to clarify them uh, where I could, so I'll do my best to answer those. So without further ado, let's get on with it, and we will do our live poetry reading of the 2021 Summer Programme for all primary schools. (laughs) Hello, hello, you're very welcome to If I Were the Minister for Education from onShaw.net. This is Simon Lewis with a live poetry reading. It's a special one uh, because last uh, night, Uh, We all received uh, information of the 2021 Summer Programme for all primary schools. And things have changed a lot uh, in terms of how we give provision for children with uh, complex needs, uh, additional educational needs and children uh, at risk of uh, disadvantage. And... um, I suppose to give you a little bit of context, uh, I've been running uh, the summer programme or July programme as I've uh, known it as for about 13 years. So I'll be able to give you a little bit of context from my own experience of how it works. How it worked, and uh, maybe how these changes may uh, have may affect you if you are planning on running this program for the very first time, because this is the very first time where all schools will be eligible to run a summer program for children. Um, just uh, to give a bit of background, back in the olden days, uh, we've been, uh, when I started, um, uh, we were able to run uh, something called the July Programme, which was four weeks, that's 20 days, of uh, extra provision for children in special classes for autism. And the children in these classes uh, basically got an extra month of school, they had a teacher and two SNAs, and everything ran pretty much as it would normally do, um, but just an extra month in July. And... Basically, for about 12 years in my school anyway, and every other school, I suppose, before me, um, this is how it ran up until COVID-19 struck. And when COVID-19 struck, uh, the Department of Education last year in 2020 decided to extend the summer provision at... into, uh, well, they decided first of all to stop calling it July provision and called it Summer provision because it took until the end of June for them to come up with plans for a summer provision, which meant that these programs had to run anytime during the summer. And uh, many of these programs opened in August, uh, and um, hence now we have the new name Summer provision. So um, one of the changes to, the, to this programme was that it, it was extended to children in mainstream classes with complex needs. And last year, uh, this meant that you could open as many classes as you want, as long as it could be filled with children with complex uh, educational needs. And uh, some schools uh, did that, and you had six uh, children in these classes with a teacher and two SNAs. However, things have changed. If you work in a DASH school, uh, again, I work in a DASH school, uh, some DASH schools, and I think there were DASH band one schools, were also allowed to open a summer um program it was one week it was a camp it was a literacy and numeracy camp and up to 12 children with a teacher could enroll in those that was expanded to all dash schools last year and um we this year it's been uh it's it's been uh, extended again all dash schools can run that if you're not a dash school you can't run it but again the provision was 12 children uh to a teacher and that can And this year rather than being one week it has now been extended to two weeks where you can have two separate camps uh, for uh, your up to 36 pupils. So um, they are kind of like the changes. Uh, I will get onto them in much more detail as I go through the summer program. And uh, I'm going to start off with the on page uh, two, uh, because uh, page one is just the cover. And page two is kind of your general waffle about how the Department of Education is acknowledging how hard we've worked. Uh, but we get onto the basically page three uh, is where the meat starts. It goes through the three programs that they're allowing. Uh, for primary level Uh, the first one is a new uh, program and it's for pupils with complex educational needs and pupils at risk of educational disadvantage Uh, that's a very long-winded way they'll have to come up with an acronym so c complex educational needs c-e-n-a-p-a-r-o-e-d so senaparode Senna Parode is the new primary programme for pupils. Um, And basically this programme, I think, replaces the very, I suppose, let's say the generous programme they had last year of uh, basically the extra classes. And what it is, is a two or three week summer programme for children with complex needs. So they're basically giving half of the time. Uh, They can have up to 12 children supported by one teacher and one SNA. So double the amount of children, half the number of SNAs. The number of groups is based on enrollment, so uh, you'll have to find out how many you're allowed to run. First places are given to children with complex needs, and it is expected that schools will have at least 50% of their places remaining after they've assigned the place to pupils with complex needs, so each class can actually 50% of the places of these 12 would be children with complex needs and the remainder should be assigned to pupils at most risk of educational disadvantage. So six children with, uh, with complex needs, six children with an educational disadvantage but not complex needs. And if more than 50% of the places are assigned to pupils with complex needs, the school can get an extra group. Uh, so that's interesting. And um, I suppose it complicates things a little bit, but it does, um, it, it, I suppose it says, you, of, of the 12 children there, six of them would have complex needs and one SNA rather than two. Uh, guidance is available, uh, which they have uh, they list. There's no point in going through that, uh, really. Uh, the staffing allocations are based on numbers. So for every 300 children you have, you can have one class. Uh, so that's how that's run. Uh, the categories of pupils with complex needs, and basically they're basically saying anyone with autism, Down syndrome or sensory impairments Uh, and other disabilities who are identified for the supplementary programme earlier this year are eligible, but also children who are entering primary school for the first time are eligible for this. So pre-junior infants are eligible for this, uh, which is interesting. So we won't have met some of those children. Um, And uh, basically they've also said uh, for children that, uh, so that's your six children. And then for the other six children, they're basically identifying them at risk of educational disadvantage uh, or early school leaving. Uh, Pupils didn't uh, access or engage fully in the online learning during the school closures. Pupils accessing set uh, or SNA school supports during the school year. I would put them as complex educational needs, to be honest with you. Pupils whose domestic circumstances were not conducive to online learning, pupils who've missed significant periods of school, uh, pupils from travel or Roma communities, and then EAL pupils. So they're including those last two categories for the first time uh, in this programme. Uh, The above criteria aren't prescriptive, but there isn't a guidance. That's pretty good. Next, it moves on to a sort of controversial one. Home-based provision will be available for all pupils with complex needs where no school-based program is available. So if your school is running the complex needs um, uh, program, well, there is no school-based program. So basically, they will not get a home-based program. So I, I don't know if I was very clear on that. If your school is running the complex based program, uh, then ho- home based provision is not available to your child. Now this is um has caused consternation rightly uh, from schools and parents who may think uh, who may say well maybe schools are better off not running this program because we want our home provision. I contacted the Department of Education this morning and they did clarify to me that look where they will be generous uh not generous sorry that's the wrong word they will be human i think is probably the right word where if uh the school setting is not appropriate to some people who uh who usually would have gotten home provision they will sanction home provision where it's an exceptional situation so if you apply the likelihood is they will give it to you but you do have to apply separately and your school has to support you for your home provision so um it's something to consider um basically pupils um Basically, they're saying, yeah, if um, people can't be facilitated in a special class or special school program, they will be eligible to apply for home school, uh, uh, home based provision. So it's it's not the same. So complex needs uh, where the school is providing it aren't automatically provided with uh, with. Um, home provision but if you're in a uh, in a special school or a special class you can apply for home provision if that suits you better so that's kind of interesting the third program is an expanded literacy and university summer program and um, so it's available to all dash primary schools uh, schools can run up to two camps uh, whereas last year was one camp and these camps are one week each and um, you can have up to 36 pupils per week each week. And it's one teacher for every 12 pupils. And uh, it's up to schools to decide who goes into the class. It's very, it's not not any different to what it was last year, except that you can run two weeks instead of one week. And um, they have to be taught by registered teachers. And um, there's an online register expression of interest for schools, which they can click on. And in fairness, I had a look at that today and it was pretty good. Um, so um, no harm in that and no harm in you doing that um, and finding out how much you get. Um, and in terms of staffing, it goes on to staffing. Basically, they are starting to pro- to pay overseers and uh, that's uh, welcome I would say because that hasn't happened for about a decade Um, I'm uh, one of those exceptions I was uh, running this program when overseers were paid and I have been paid every year since but at a certain year they stopped paying the overseer so it was done for free now they are paying so the overseer uh, this is what I do they have to be uh, in the school uh, to oversee the program and there's a lot of jobs that they have to do uh, to oversee it uh, they have to be the point of contact for the Department of Education. They have to be. Um, uh, they have to make sure that everything is running smoothly. Basically, uh, they may have to hire all the staff, uh, ensure the program's running okay, and so on and so forth, and make sure they do all the paperwork. But there's also preparation hours, and this is something again that was lost in the recession. But it's back, and you're get, and basically, uh, you will be getting ten hours per week. Uh, to do preparation work for the program and uh, this is um, basically for each program that you run so there's three programs you can have up to 10 hours a week for that role and um, it can be allocated to more than one person so uh, that's welcome news and again they would do similar work uh, to preparing the content of the programs so that's um, that's good and that's 10 hours per week for that which is paid at the regular uh, level of pay um, overseers, teaching staff, and SNAs are all going to be paid what they're normally paid during the year. There was a list of rates of pay, but it does seem that they've uh, done a U-turn on that. So hopefully, you are being paid more than the rate of pay that was being offered there. Um, substitutes are going to be offered at the rate of pay that was on offer. Um, at the time, you can recruit external staff, but you do have to offer it to uh, current staff before you do that. And then uh, you've got um. You can actually uh, recruit people who've just graduated uh, from college uh, as long as they're guard vetted and so on. Funding that's been provided, uh, they've increased the funding by a euro. A day I think per pupil and they are also including school meals that's to be confirmed but it looks likely that that is um, basically going to be the same as it was before uh, two euro a day there is a uh, transport uh, for all children uh, in the special classes and special schools but there is no transport uh, available to children in mainstream although they are giving a grant of 1,750 euro per week to schools if they want to do it themselves and um, I can't imagine that's something the schools will be doing but uh, some might um, they're uh, basically if you feel you need more support you can contact the school summer program uh, department and they are likely and i've spoken today that they will be flexible and they will hear you out and to be fair i am um, i i i must uh, give credit where it's due uh this morning i i put a message on twitter saying i was going to record this today trying to get it out before six o'clock i'm recording this at five o'clock in the evening it's going to be very 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 uh tight to be honest with you but at seven o'clock this morning i put a message out on twitter saying look if you have any questions about the summer vision ask now and i'll see if i can get the answers uh at, no, at nine o'clock at about twelve questions. Um, and uh, I I put them to the Department of Education, and to be fair to them, by eleven o'clock this morning, I got a phone call uh, from that uh, centre who answered the questions for me. And um, so fair play to them. Uh, you have to give credit where credit's due. And in fairness, they are being very human about the whole thing. Um, basically, they've said uh, the duration of it is uh, is is as 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 explained. The dash summer camps can run and um, two weeks. Uh, sorry, can be, allows to go through two literacy and numeracy camps for one week each, sorry. Um, The minimum for all the other programmes is two weeks. Uh, The difference with the uh, summer programme for children with autism, the special classes, that's uh, gone uh, between two and five weeks. Uh, Most schools have been running them for four weeks up until now Um, and uh, the complex needs can be two or three weeks. The school day must be uh, the regular school day. However, the DESH summer camp uh, can be uh, four hours a day and half an hour for a break in the middle of it. And anyone doing it, uh, any Gwail school or anyone doing it through Irish, all of the it is the sole language of the communication in irish medium programs and that's kind of it really i think i've summarized that quite quickly in about 15 minutes let's move on to questions that came on to me uh on twitter before i do i just i do feel i have to compliment the department of education in some ways while they have kind of okay in fairness their one criticism i would say is the complex need thing uh, i think people are a bit annoyed because last year uh, they uh, ran them for four weeks They ran them for six children for one SNA and uh, sorry, for one teacher and two SNAs. They have changed that to a two or three week program with one teacher and one SNA for 12 children. So they've doubled the number of children accessing it, halved the number of SNAs. And in fairness, that's going to make it tricky for people. Um. I think if you want to get a, a good summary of this, uh, some people have been already have beaten me to it on Twitter uh, and uh, one person who's always great at summarizing these uh, documents is Trina Golden. You can find her, Katrina Golden on Twitter um, and she summarized this very well uh, and I suggest you'd look it up if you want to see it well summarized. Uh, other people have also done some summaries. As I said, people did ask me questions And uh, I want to go through some of those questions as best I can. Some of them I I couldn't get to uh, because I suppose they they didn't get to me by the time I got to the Department of Education. But uh, I'm going to answer some of those questions uh, for you and see how well I do. And uh, as someone said to me... can you explain this like I'm 5 uh, which is a, a direct quote from the American office from Steve Carroll's character whose name escapes me um but uh, anyway let me find where I have uh, tried to get that question answered um let me see if I can find it sorry I'm on Twitter now and I've lost my I've lost my place um I think I can find it here um if I look hard uh, enough let me just find it here and my apologies for me stammering away through that last bit here we go and um, so basically yeah the summer program is um Uh, Let's see if I get any questions here. So what about children that have availed of the July provision with a tutor for several years? If that school runs the program, they will have to go to the school one and not with the tutor that they normally would. Um, And uh, I asked that question, uh, because I got that one in time, and basically the Department of Education said they will be flexible. Just contact them and they will be flexible simply ask Um, so that's interesting and uh, they didn't quite say yes but they didn't say no either but they did say they want to be human about this whole thing and if it doesn't uh, if a child isn't capable of doing the July provision or the summer programme in school they will hear uh, out uh people in those circumstances someone said because Isabel well said hey why didn't i get an email well the people that got the email were uh principals of schools or th- and if you were a principal of the school and you didn't get the email sometimes they might have the wrong email address for you the email address at uh, my school at uh, the department of education has for my school is my school secretaries so she passed it on um so and um, maybe check uh, where your emails are going from the department of education um Someone uh, was bemoaning, and rightly, uh, why did they send the email at half seven in the evening on a Thursday evening? Can they not schedule send the following morning? I suppose the answer to that is no, they can't. Uh, Are EAL students included? That's from Ana Hita. Uh, And uh, the answer to that question is yes. They've finally been, um, for the first time, I think, in a very long time, EAL students have not being forgotten for the first time. Uh, Levana School of the Divine Child, very holy name. Um, who's going to organise a transport? Is there a budget for bus escorts? Is there a budget for training and feeding and eating and drinking and swallowing and patient uh, lifting and first aid uh, and so on? I presume this is for a special school. Well, the answer is who who will organise a transport? Bus transport remains the same as it was, so you should, uh, your, that normal uh, normal service should um, apply. Is there a budget for school bus escorts? Yes, it should uh, remain the same as it was um, uh, in the normal rules of things. So uh, basically special schools, July provision is the same as it is during the normal year. If you haven't been running this uh, July provision and you're aiming on doing it, it basically is the same as it was all year. They just get an extra month of pay is there a budget for training no there isn't as uh, so if you've got new people coming in and because your snas are not running it no there is no budget for it and yes that is problematic um, and no mention of nurses i didn't get to that question in time so i don't know the answer to that but i imagine all staff all nurses will uh, remain um if it's running but you better check that out by asking uh, the uh, hotline uh, which is being released um is there a personal rate bonus actually an improvement for lpts um, so basically and um, they've changed it so you get paid your regular wage uh for the month um. however is that higher than the 30 odd euro per hour they were offering teachers um in certain circumstances i don't know the answer to that question but it's well worth exploring um. I got a brilliant question here which I didn't get to ask uh, because it came after. Is there, is a full-time overseer role really necessary, especially in smaller schools? Now, hear it out, it's brilliant because I'm sure many teaching principals wonder why a full-time admin position is for this programme with fewer children, but not running for the entire rest of the school in normal times. Absolutely. Why is that the case that you need a full-time administrator for fewer children? Um it's a brilliant question. Well done. I I love it. I don't have the answer to the question, but it's um uh, it's a brilliantly asked question and fair play. I I love it. Um Raida asks four questions in one tweet. That's cheating. Um is there a reduction of support? Um yes, um uh, there is this complex needs for special classes uh, no, there isn't a reduction, but for complex needs, yes, there is. It's gone to 12 to 1, uh, which it was 6 to 1, and it's not two SNAs, it's one SNA. Uh, so uh, yes is the answer is pay increased as a result no it's not it's the same pay is this an additional program to the school's July provision yes it's it's a it's, it's actually different it's not the same as the uh, 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 program for our let's say for our artistic pupils at six to one no that program remains the same this is a new one the complex needs a one which isn't uh, the same as the regular July provision we have three special classes and 16 pupils does anybody lose out no uh, you need to that remains the same so you you can have your three special classes running with your 16 pupils. So all twelve, uh, all 16 of your pupils will be allowed uh, to uh, remain uh, on it. So six, six and four. Um, so there are the questions I was asked. I was asked one other question from Katrina, which was, what's your third favourite dinosaur? Um, that is based on uh, someone who says, uh, on a tweet that somebody said in 2018, I love talking to small children. No adult will ever ask me what my third favourite dinosaur is and thank you Katrina for asking me as an adult what is my third favourite dinosaur the answer to that question I'm afraid uh, is I, I don't want to say because I think I would upset my fourth favourite dinosaur who didn't quite make it into my top three I'm so sorry and uh, Hugh uh, also decided to ask me any question because that's what I asked yes and the question was am I going to be holidaying at home this summer or sneaking off to Spain uh, and uh, Hugh will be glad to know that I will be spending my summer in uh, my little holiday booked in sunny limerick uh, so uh, you can avoid limerick if you want to avoid me because i intend to paint the town red um do i no i will not i will be with my family very very quietly exploring some other part of the world that is not carlo and um, anyway that is nothing to do with the july provision and i'm sure is not that interesting to you as a listener but that is the July uh, or now summer programme summed up in 24 minutes um, and I hope it was of use to you. Um, listen, that's all I got on this. I um, I hope normal service will... Uh, I was planning actually this week on talking about other covid related matters uh, which were a special episode on things we'll keep after covid 19 maybe the july provision is something or the new summer program is something that's going to stay in place forever more after this i don't know or uh, maybe it's just a covid uh, measure but uh, hopefully next week i'll be either recording a normal episode of a i were the minister for education or i will be talking about covid 19 again and the things that we might consider keeping after COVID nineteen uh, is over, uh, and things we will certainly be tossing away into uh, the history box, uh, because uh, you know, and uh, all of us will have our opinions on what they should be. That's it for me for this week. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you again soon. All the best. Bye bye.